Okay, before we begin this episode, I need to tell you something like my cheeks hurt from smiling because this is so humongous, so big, the biggest thing I have ever done. And I need you to know, like, you got to listen to me. This is fucking huge. June 17th, I am turning 40. Okay, your girl is going to be the big four zero. Birthdays mean the world to me because I lost my husband at 23 years old and he would have loved to been able to reach 40 years old. We would have loved for him to reach 40 years old. So every year of life that I get, I am excited. I give thanks for every year, not the big 40 or the big 30 or the big whatever. I give thanks for, you know, 36, 37, 38, but I'm turning 40. 40 years on planet Earth. That is a big one. And so with this, I thought, what better than to celebrate my 40th birthday with you, celebrating you? What do I stand for? Supporting women. To eradicate self-doubt. To show up, stand up, speak up, and create the life that they truly fucking desire. Right? To take up space. To make our lives a reality. What we desire. And so I thought, what better way to do it than in the middle of the year as a mid-year level up, to offer a massive 40th birthday promotion. And here's what's going to happen. I'm just going to tell you, we are taking 40% off of every single course, every single program, every single product that we run here at the Queen of Confidence, 40% off. Okay. Is your jaw on the floor? Because mine sure is. That is so big. We will never do this again, first of all, because I won't be turning 40 again. But this is happening on the 1st of June. And if you are not subscribed to my birthday opt-in email list, you are going to miss it. And I need you not to miss it because if you listen to my podcast, if you binge it, if you love it, if it's changed your life, if it's helped you in any way, shape or form, your ass needs to be on this list. And guess what? If you hate what I'm sending, you can unsubscribe. No hard feelings. I'll still love you, boo. But you need to get your booty on this list. If you head to the link in the show notes, there is a button there. Put your email in there. You will get alerted. On the 31st, I'll be like, yo, tomorrow this is happening. And you will be the first to know if you want to work on yourself, if you want to work on your business, if you want me as your coach supporting you in any way, shape or form, my book, everything, this shit is 40% off. I haven't shared this with anybody. So if you're listening to this, get your ass onto that list and make it happen. Okay. All right. On to the episode. Let's do this. Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my love. Welcome to the podcast. I am very excited today. My face has been hurting because I've been smiling. I've been on Instagram lives. I've been emailing. I've been doing all the things because today, as I'm recording this, is the 1st of June and it is the beginning of our 40th birthday extravaganza. You're going to hear a lot about that on the podcast, not because I want to be annoying, but because I believe in this work that I do so much 
And if you enjoy this podcast and if you listen and if it's helped you and if you resonate with anything I say, then there's resonance. Then I'm like, I need to scream this at the rooftops. This work that we do, this promotion that we're running, um, it's huge. We've never done anything like this. I can't imagine us doing anything bigger than this. This is pretty big. And so I really want you and as many women as possible to know about this because if someone wants to work on themselves, if someone wants to change their lives, if someone wants to up-level their inner confidence and find themselves again, find their strength, find their voice, all of that, all of that jazz, that is my jam. And so I, I'm going to scream it at the rooftops. So I'm excited that you're here. Um, hopefully you're my friend on Instagram. Hopefully you're a part of my email list. So you're getting all of the promotional emails that we have going on for this amazing ass promotion. Um, it's the middle of the year. Happy June 1st. I know that you're not listening to this on June 1st, but it is June 1st at the time of recording this. And it is wild because in Australia, it's the first uh, it's the first day of winter. But I'm American by nature, <laughs> by uh, DNA, born in America. And my birthday has always been in the summer. So now I have like a winter birthday. I've been here for 13 years. And I am a winter baby all of a sudden, which is crazy. Um, I'm going to be 40 this year. So we are going to celebrate together on the podcast. The podcast is hit five years. I think I missed my anniversary because so much is going on. I think it was last month. <laughs> we hit five years, I believe. Um, and I'm so freaking excited to celebrate my birthday in this way. And so today's episode is all about you deserving better. And I thought about this. This is an intuitive episode that just came at me while I was driving. Um, I so miss podcasting and driving, by the way. Like, I know that it's, you know, doesn't sound as great, the audio. We're going to work that out. Alicia, my friend over here, got me a new microphone that maybe we can use while I'm driving. Because when I be driving, I think of so many things that I want to say. And that's, I feel like, where I do great work. Okay, so we might bring back some car podcasting. Um, but I was driving and I was thinking, why don't women do this work? We recently had a sisterhood day uh, about last week. We had a sisterhood day and it was on self-love and worthiness. So if you end up joining the sisterhood, you will be able to watch that day. Holy shit. It was so powerful. The exercises that we did, the questions that those women had to answer. Just that alone. Having time to sit down with yourself and intentionally answer some difficult ass questions. Questions that you wouldn't ask yourself, questions that when you do ask yourself, you listen and you get these answers from within your damn soul and you're like, wow, it is truth on paper when you pull out these questions and these answers. And one of the things that came up quite a bit was how much we don't think we deserve things. We stay in relationships where we genuinely aren't happy and our needs are not being met. We stay in jobs that we know we're not happy in. We allow family members to speak to us in ways that do not serve us. We stay in friendships. We stay in places way too long because we believe that we deserve that. And I want to say to you, you deserve better. You deserve better, my friend. You deserve to have a life that you fucking love. You deserve to have a loving relationship where you are seen and valued and where you fucking matter and your needs matter. You deserve to be told you're beautiful, you're incredible, you're amazing. You deserve to be complimented. You deserve to be touched. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to be treated in a powerfully, kindly, respectful, amazing way. 
You deserve to be cared for and supported. You deserve to make money. You are worth it. You are incredible. You are fucking intelligent. You are talented. You are beautiful. You are divine. You are a fucking queen. And so I wanted to talk about how you feel about what you deserve. And do you believe that you deserve better? Have you settled for less? Where are you settling? Where are you allowing yourself to play small and just get what you get? There's a thing in Australia that I hate that they say at childcare. And I had to tell the childcare teacher, don't say that shit to my kid. That's not fucking true. They say, you get what you get and you don't get upset. And I'm like, nope, you don't get what you get. Like you get what you create and you can get upset. You're allowed to get upset if you don't like what you're getting. And so that's what we're talking about today. What are you getting? What are you allowing? And are you getting what you feel you deserve? Because I think you deserve better. So I wanted to do this because obviously I coach women and I work with women. And when people are like, how do you have <laughs> almost 400 podcasts? I'm like, uh, are you kidding me? Like my clients, conversations with my friends, watching the news, watching what's happening in our world, social media. Like I have content for thousands of years. Like I have so much to say, so much to talk about. I've been playing with the idea of doing a subscription podcast possibly where I can do extra episodes and you get them early. So that's a little side note that we'll come back to later because I literally, I have so much that I want to talk about and say. Um, it makes total sense that I have a podcast and I have so much to talk about because I meet with so many women and I coach so many women and we sit in big circles and big communities and big groups and there's no way that I wouldn't have something to discuss. So someone's like, please keep podcasting. I'm like, girl, <laughs> unless I lose my voice and get the Tony Robbins uh, situation, which will probably happen to me because he talks so much that'll happen to me for sure, but hopefully it doesn't. Um, anyway, so why I wanted to talk about this was because one of my clients or a couple of my clients, but one in particular, uh, I've been talking to about her relationship. And we've talked about this a lot. And I know she knows that she's not fully happy. And I know that she knows that I know that she's not fully happy. And I, I think about and I ponder about how do you live every day? How are you every day in a relationship where you know in your heart and soul, you look in the mirror and you fucking know that you're not happy? You know that the shit that they do pisses you off. You know that you're sad. You cry yourself to sleep. You know that you feel disrespected and not cared for. It's the opposite of what you thought being in a relationship would be. Undermined, not supported, jealousy, drama, arguments, you know, cheating, lying, no sex, no connection, no touch. I'm such a touch. I'm such a words of affirmation. If you haven't done your love language test, do it. Don't make your partner do it because they probably won't want to do it. If they want to do it, it's great. But do yours. Like learn about your love language. I love words. I'm a communication queen. I love it. And then I love touch. Like touch my bum, Hamish, rub my back, touch my hair. Like I'm a touching, hugging, physical person. And I can't imagine, and I've, this has happened to me, being in a relationship where I was hot. It was pre-kids. I had just come from Miami, just moved to Australia, and I was in a relationship. And this man did not have sex with me, did not touch me, did not look me in the eyes and tell me I was beautiful, treated me like a fucking employee because I worked at his company, treated me like absolute shit. And I was hot and beautiful and young and exciting. And I, I was 
sexual. I was every like everything you would have wanted. I was cooking. I was hot. And there was no physical attention, no physical touch, no sexual intimacy, nothing in that relationship. And then I later found out that he was cheating on me. He would go into the city with his friends clubbing, leave me at home, was super disrespectful to me, was flirting with staff, was doing some weird shit online. Like that broke my soul. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? That's what I thought. What's wrong with me? Only to realize there was nothing wrong with me. He was the one that wasn't taking advantage of the beautiful relationship that we had. He was the one that wasn't appreciating my love and my beauty and my care and my desire and my intimacy. There was nothing with me that was on him. He was out of congruence. He was cheating. He was doing that. So interestingly, I made it all about me. And I stayed in that relationship for 11 months. It makes me want to cry. Ooh, 11 months. I was fucking miserable. I was miserable, like it was eating my soul. I was losing pieces of my soul. I was losing my joy and my vivaciousness and my, you know, that like belief that life can be better and that twinkle in your eye when you really like get excited about what could be and opportunities and, you know, that that future vision. I was losing that. My life was becoming black and white and boring and mundane and I was getting depressed. I was getting anxious I was getting self-conscious about me and my body and who I was and do I need to be better? And I just made it all about how I wasn't good enough, which I did in my childhood. I made it all about how I wasn't good enough. And that's what we do. And I wasn't happy. And I remember one day being like, fuck this. I don't want to be in this relationship. I'm in Australia. I don't want to be in this relationship. I still want to be in this country. What a conundrum. I was stuck like my visa, um, where was I going to live? I didn't know anybody in this country. I didn't have any friends or family. It was all him. And so I had to make a choice. I had to go out on a limb and try to get a new job and move and meet a friend and move in with this roommate. And hopefully it works and, you know, navigate the difficulties. And here's the thing. You deserve better in a relationship when you're not fully happy and fulfilled. But if you allow it and you stay you will start to believe that you don't deserve better. You will start to trick yourself into thinking that that is the only person that's ever going to love you. You will start to believe that you're too old, that you're not pretty enough, that you're not good enough, that nobody will want you, that you won't find anyone, that that's all there is. You'll start to believe the scarcity mindset that tells you that this is all there is. So you better stay. That that's all you get. It's like, what? That's what I was believing until I realized, no, like I checked in. And if, if this is for you, take it. Like I checked in with my heart and I was like, is it true that this is my life? This is going to be my life. I'm going to be unhappy and miserable. And like I closed my eyes and I put my hand on my heart and I was like, tell me life. Tell me soul. Tell me heart. Tell me Erica. Like, is this fucking it? And I got a fuck no. No, this is not it. You're not happy here. Go. This voice, this like higher self, this, this intelligence within me was like, this doesn't feel right and it isn't right. And you know this, if you get quiet enough and you tune into yourself and you stop being so fucking busy and distracted with fucking bullshit, by the way, y'all be distracted with some bullshit. I gotta do this for my kids. I gotta make lunch. I gotta run out of the house. Oh, gotta do this. Gotta be at a kid's game. Gotta, no, that's fucking distraction. Okay. But work and this, that. stop, stop. Close your eyes, I dare you, put your hand on your heart and ask yourself genuinely, do I think I deserve better? Am I really happy? Is this relationship fulfilling me? 
Is this what I want to do with my life? Am I fulfilled here? Do I enjoy this? Is this all there is? Do I want more? These questions, you're going to get an answer from inside of your soul that's going to give you the fucking truth. Now, you might not like the truth that you get. You might not like the answer that you get. It might not fit in with your comfortability and your agenda of what you thought your life was going to be, but that's the truth. So I have this client and, you know, uh, is in a relationship that is not fully fulfilled. And I think that time and time again, this person disappoints her. And I know that in her heart and soul, she believes that she deserves better. And I know this because of how she dresses, how she looks, how she gets herself ready, uh, how she looks after herself, the way that she chases goals and careers and wants to be seen and wants to make sure she's doing good in the world, uh, wants to be a good mother. So I know this. I know that she does care about herself in some shape or form. And it's so crazy because Gabor Mate recently said this, and I have always said this. Um, people will say, I don't love myself. I don't love myself. I don't think I'm good enough. Uh, I have no self-worth. I don't love myself. And I used to say this real Erica <laughs> backhanded kind of loving bitch slappy thing when women would say that. Women would walk into my confidence masterclass and be like, I just don't love myself. And then I'm like, who brushed your teeth? Who washed your ass today? Who put makeup on your face? You have concealer on. Who gave a fuck that much? Who gave a fuck that much about you to do that? You did. What part of you washed your ass today? What part of you brushed the plaque off your teeth? If you didn't care about yourself and you didn't love yourself, you wouldn't do any of that. Any of that. So there's a part of you that fundamentally, internally, you know, I'm speaking, if you're, if you're someone that's here with me and you're understanding what I'm saying, there are people who genuinely don't believe in themselves and love themselves. And some of those people are in hospitals. My mom was in a hospital, mentally ill. So I'm not, I'm not talking about if you're mentally ill and you have some mental illness that is going on. I'm talking about the day-to-day -day person that is walking around, getting their nails done, putting makeup on their face, buying clothing, buying nice looking clothing, right? Like paying for shit and then telling themselves they don't love themselves. And I heard Gabor Mate say this yesterday and I was like, fuck, that's what I always say. Like, I believe that to be true, that there's a part of you that you know you deserve more. There's a part of you that knows that that relationship is not serving you. There's a part of you that goes, fuck this marriage. I deserve to be happy. So then what is it that doesn't fight for the happiness? What is it in you that says, I'm just going to get what I get and pretend I don't get upset? What part of you allows yourself to be out of congruence, like incongruent with what you desire versus what you have? They're two separate things. How? does that happen? And that's what I'm interested in in this episode. And I want you to get curious, not judgmental, not attack yourself, not feel guilty or shame. I want you to get curious about that part of you. Because imagine being in an unhappy marriage every day. Imagine needing to have a conversation with your partner about something that's significant, like your state of wellness, your state of well-being, your joy, your happiness, your fulfillment in that relationship in your life, your happiness. That's a very important topic. Imagine wanting to have that conversation, but not having it. Your partner has no idea, but you don't have the courage. 
you don't want to cause trouble, you're scared, you don't believe in yourself, whatever it is, or you're just sabotaging and you're genuinely trying to pause time and have more time in between that conversation and just put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off, procrastinate. Imagine every day that woman walking into her house and seeing her partner and being in that relationship and every day waking up, putting clothes on, brushing your teeth, putting makeup on, going about your day to day and that conversation has not been had and it is, you are unhappy. I just go, how does, like, how do you live? You're incongruent. And there's a part of you that knows you deserve better. And what are you doing with that part? Have you silenced that part? Have you shoved her under as many blankets and, and pillows and rugs as you, you shoved her under into the basement? You shoved your needs, your desires, you, you, what you deserve in the basement and are operating on the, on the main floor of the house. Like it's all good, but your desires are in the fucking basement. You think that's not going to mess with you. You think that that not one day is going to come and bite you in the ass. That monster that gets created in the basement. Of course, you're going to split one day. Of course, you're going to lose your shit. Of course, you're going to have a, a disruption emotionally. Of course, that's what's coming. Instead of looking right now, as you're listening to me, where are you unfulfilled? Where are you accepting less when you desire more? Where are you allowing your relationships, your job, your money, your bank account, your friendships, your family, your boundaries, where are you allowing those things not to be to the standard that you want? And I'm not saying be like, everybody do everything for me. This has to be perfect. You're not doing enough. I'm not saying that. That's a different distinction. I'm saying, where do you believe you deserve better and you're not getting it? You're accepting less. We use relationships because it's such an easy I see it daily in the sisterhood. I see it daily with my clients. I love these women. I work with them on it. We talk about it. But this comes up daily. There's so many women right now listening to this podcast who are in an unhappy relationship or unhappy marriage or unhappy with their family. And they feel like they have nothing, no words to say. They feel like they have no control. They feel like there's nothing they can do. And there is. And they're believing that they're not good enough. And they're believing that it's them. Remember what I said earlier about my partner? I thought it was me. Something's wrong with me. Nothing was wrong with me. I was traumatized and I accepted less. I had abandonment issues from my childhood. I was seeking validation and wanted to be loved. Didn't matter what kind of love. I just wanted, I just wanted to be wanted. And when I started realizing that that was my wound, that that was my pain, that that was my fucking trauma, that I had unresolved, I also didn't want to upset anyone because I didn't want anyone to leave me because I had abandonment issues. There was codependency shit. I couldn't be alone. I couldn't even go to a cafe by myself back in the day. I hated being on my own. And I'm speaking to you if that's you. You should be able to be on your own. The fact that you can't, what is that? Look at that. I'm asking you to look at it and to commit to doing something about it. This is the shit we work through in the sisterhood, by the way. This is what we work on at events. We just had an event. And we talked about this and we gave the woman who was talking about her relationship homework. And in front of all the women, she's like, I'm doing this. And then we have a group and I'm like, post it in the group. How are you going? And then I have a hot seat coaching call and she jumps on and I'm like, yo, how you, how'd you go with that? What happened? Are you stuck? How do we help you? How do we move to the next step? 
Why? So you can get closer and closer and closer to living the life that you want. So you can get closer and closer and closer to having the relationship of your dreams. So you can get closer and closer and closer to loving yourself and owning that and speaking up and creating the life you want, making the money that you want, having everything you want. It's fucking work. And you deserve it. You know why you deserve it? Because you have fucking air in your lungs. That's why. Not because you're skinny or you're tall or you're thin or you're rich or you're poor or because you had trauma or no trauma. You had a perfect childhood or a fucked up childhood. You don't deserve it because you have crow's feet or no crow's feet or you got Botox or you're skinny and you're not. No, you fucking deserve it because you are a human being on planet Earth and you are worthy just because you are. And I know we get it intellectually, but I want you to feel my words hit you in the heart. You deserve better. If you want better, you deserve to have it. You deserve to have what you want, but do not, my friend, think it's going to be easy. The one who stops us from getting it is ourselves most of the time. When we get out of our own way, when we are willing to have these difficult conversations, which I did a podcast on, if you're stuck, go listen to that. If we're willing to communicate with conviction and confidence and say what we want and mean what we say, and if we fuck up, we apologize and we try again, but we are speaking our truth. We are showing up to our lives. We are standing up instead of sitting down and not speaking. Nothing is changing unless you change it. We have to do it. It has to be us. I was in a job that I hated for so long. I was miserable. I started putting headphones on. <laughs> I started putting headphones on and listening to Dr. Wayne Dyer on YouTube while I was doing my work. That's how miserable I was at that place where I was working. These two ladies were just complaining about their damn lives, talking shit about everybody in the office. Just miserable ass women. And obviously they were unhappy in their marriage. They didn't love their bodies. They had so much undealt with childhood shit. Like obviously that's why they were picking everyone else apart. They were in pain themselves. It didn't look like pain. But if you know pain, you see pain. That was pain. I just didn't want to deal with it. I was like, I can't listen to any of this shit. So I'll put headphones in my ears. And literally that place was eating my soul. I was like, I didn't come here for this. When I was in the military, I was like, why am I doing this? Like I didn't come here to do active duty army. That's not my vision. That's not my mission. That's not my goal for my life. There'd been so many times where I put up with less, where I stayed in places way too long that I didn't want to be in. You resonate with that? Staying in relationships, staying in friendships. God, I stayed in a friendship once and I didn't realize it until later. I was just like, wow, I, that was a red flag straight away. Why do we ignore these red flags? Part of us believes that that's all we can get. And by the way, this is exactly what happens in your childhood. Not because you're, you know, you might be someone that's like, I always see the best in people and people are just really kind. And maybe that means that you just ignore red flags and you betray yourself because you're scared to be alone. There's a thing in Spanish that we say, it's like, um, Guatemala to Guatapeol. <laughs> and it's like, mejor estar solo que mal acompañado, which means it's better to be alone than with bad company. And Guatemala is like, it's a country, it's a place, right? Guatemala. But it's like mala, which means bad. And then Guatapeol is like worse. You go from bad to worse. And it's true. It's like you betray yourself when you stay in these places and you act like you don't see the red flags and you act like that's okay, even though you know. You know who knows? You know. No one else knows. That's why I don't like to look at people's social media and think I understand their world. There are so many people that right now we look at Instagram, they look really happy, but they're fucking miserable. But they look happy. Like 15 seconds of an Instagram story don't tell you shit about how I'm doing. <laughs> don't get it twisted. You don't know. Only you know yourself when you are home alone, in the shower, laying down by yourself, 
and you're with yourself and it's a moment of silence before you go to sleep, how are you feeling in your heart about that relationship? How do you feel in your gut about that friendship? How do you feel about your job? How's your nervous system? How are you really? When you check in and you get to know yourself at that level, you can't accept less. You go, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. I need to listen to my intuition. And so many of us don't make these, these moves in our lives. And then we wonder why our life sucks or why we're unhappy. Like, yo, it's very clear. There is a movement happening in your stomach when you're around that person and you're not responding. You're not taking response ability. You could change it. It's uncomfortable. You got to have a difficult conversation. You need to break up your family. Oh, well, guess what? If you stay in a fucking marriage just for the kids so your parents don't think you're a loser that got divorced and you ruined the family, your family's already ruined. You are unhappy. Are you not important in the family dynamic? You are the most important. You think your kids want to see you married unhappily so then you show them that that's what love is? That you stay even if you're unhappy? That you do what other people expect of you like your family? Like I said it before on the podcast, we didn't baptize our kids. Not because we don't believe in God or spirit or any of that. We don't go to church. We don't do that. We don't baptize our kids. Why would I do that? Just so that my in-laws go, good job, thanks for pleasing us. So then my son grows up and he's like, why did I get baptized? We never go to church. Why did I get baptized? I don't feel like I'm Catholic or whatever. Oh, we got baptized because uh, I didn't want your grandpa to think that, you know, we did it for them. No, do it for you. You deserve to live the life that you want. You deserve that. And yo, if you listen to my podcast or you follow me, I know that you know that. That deep down, if you put your hand on your heart and you go, I'm a good person. I know I'm a good person and I deserve better. I know that. I know you know that if you're here. You don't listen to this kind of shit without already having in the back of your head, maybe it's a very small voice or a small seed. Let's water that fucking seed. Let's put that shit in the sun. Let's plant it. Let's, let's grow it so that you start to push away and outgrow, if you will, anything that doesn't fit you anymore. Ple people pleasing, staying in relationships too long, being clingy, being in a codependent, having fucking drama. I don't have any dramatic relationships anymore. There are so many people that all they have is drama. How do we attract that? What are we allowing? What are we putting up with? So it's on you. You get to choose. You deserve better. Do you believe that? If you're here, I believe you believe that. Now, what needs to happen? What do you need to do? If it were me, I would make a list. Make a list of where in your life you're accepting less. Where am I accepting less? How do I feel about that? Why am I doing that? Where so? Where? With whom in particular? If we use the example of the marriage, the unhappy marriage, Cool. Claim your peace as well, by the way. Unhappy marriages don't just happen because of one person. It takes two to tango, as the quote says. So where are you? How are you showing up? Who are you pretending to be in that relationship? Where have you not spoken your truth? Where have you not taken responsibility for that relationship? And then on the flip side, if, you, if that person doesn't want to change, they are who they are. No one is going to change you. You're not going to change anyone. We really struggle to change ourselves. And that's a big job. Imagine trying to change somebody else. It's not going to happen. And then you have to have a serious conversation with yourself. If I'm going to choose myself, what am I willing to do? Am I willing to walk away? Am I willing to quit that job? I've got clients, yo, that just quit their job and their whole fucking life got better. Their whole life changed. All these new doors opened. I had someone recently, I did a speaking engagement, a virtual speaking engagement. And this girl was like, I lost my job. I'm like, fantastic. It's opening some space up for something else. I wonder what else is coming around the corner. And she was like, wow, I never thought about it like that. I'm like, yeah, you could look at it as a loss 
Or you could look at it as you gain something. You gain some space. You gained an opportunity for something else to come. Maybe it's not losing a relationship. Maybe it's gaining some fucking peace back. Maybe it's gaining your freedom back. Maybe it's gaining peace of mind. What do you value? What are you looking for? So enough. I'm ranting. I love you. And I want you to know that you deserve better. But who cares what I think? What do you think? Do you think you deserve better? Is there somewhere in your life right now that you are accepting less that you know that you can demand more from yourself, demand more from your job, demand more from the relationship or walk away entirely so that you can create exactly what you want? Okay, I'm going to leave you with that challenge and I'm going to let you know as well that if you get stuck and you need support and you want to learn the tools and the tips that we discuss in this podcast, the best place for you to go is to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash sisterhood, S-I-S-T-A, sisterhood, okay? It's the Puerto Rican way. Sisterhood, click on that thing. Join the community. Let me work with you. Let's coach. Let's do the damn thing. Let's take everything from this podcast and unpack it and make it reality because listening is cool. But when you action this shit, that's what actually makes changes in your life. Okay? I love you. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. There are so many podcasts you can listen to. And I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor, one big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence and the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 